Are you a control freak? Do you try to master what is in your life so that you know what is coming and you know how to handle it? I think all of us have control issues. This is Thursday, February 15th. I think that our control issues come from the sense that we're on our own or from the feeling that there are malevolent forces at work in our world and we'd better be ready when they show up. With young grandchildren, I marvel at the peace and security that I see in them. They've never known anything but safety. That must have been what the first human beings felt. They were safe in the presence of God, in the care of the God who created them. But in their turning away from God, all of a sudden, the world became frightening. It reminds me of the story of a child with her mother in a large department store. Her mom had her at her side, reminding her to stay right there with her. But the little girl felt confined and wanted to explore on her own. So she snuck away from her mother. Soon she looked around and her mother was gone. All of a sudden the world felt bigger and she began to feel afraid. Where would she go? Was she safe? What was going to happen? It seemed like an adventure until she was all alone. Then her fears took over. Soon she was found by a store employee crying and asking for her mommy. Now in many ways we can feel this kind of aloneness in our world because we've sought freedom from God when the truth is there is no real freedom without God. The end result of pursuing our so-called freedom is often fear. The world can look big and overwhelming at times. I know that we can't try and control things, but we can't pull that off. Now here is our text for today, Psalm chapter 107, verse 23 to 31. Some went down to the sea in ships, doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, his wondrous works in the deep. For he commanded and raised the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to heaven and went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men and were at their wit's end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. Now these words come from the fifth book of Psalms. Yes, our one book of Psalms in the Bible is actually a collection of five separate books. These were hymns sung by the Old Testament people of God. They were made into collections, ordered into songbooks, you might say. Now, this is the first song in the fifth book, and it tells the story of the places where people have gotten themselves into trouble. It sounds prophetic of the time of Jesus with the disciples on the Sea of Galilee. You have to love the picturesque description of the rising and falling of the waves and the people on board who walk like they're drunk. They're not drunk. They're being tossed by those waves. 
On this song, we hear about people who wandered in the desert. This is a place where one can feel and be lost. The resources there are scarce, no food or water, and the desert can seem endless. There's the frightening sense of a vast emptiness. The second group of people are those who sat in darkness. The song refers to prisoners who also live without hope in a future, and others were foolish because of their sin. The song gives what seems like one hopeless situation after another, and we'd wonder, what do they have in common? There is a lack of being able to save oneself. God must intervene. There is no other way. As the disciples with Jesus, we must come to the place where we cry out to God for help. In each of these scenarios in Psalm 107, there are the words, Then they cried to the Lord. You know, this is the first step in being saved, no matter how stuck, where we are stuck. It's also the first step in AA, which reads, We admitted that we were powerless over alcohol, or you can fill in the blank, and that our lives had become unmanageable. In other words, we admit our lives are beyond our control, and then we can cry out for help. Going back to Jesus with his disciples on the lake, you know the last thing they wanted to do was to wake up Jesus. We are told that the waves were coming over the side of the boat before they cried out. I believe we do all that we can to control our lives. We don't want to need help. But the truth is that we do. And I think that's the point of Psalm 107. We can find ourselves stuck in a desert, stuck in our sin, stuck trapped in prison, on board a ship in a storm. In each case in the psalm, we are told that when they cried out in their trouble, we are told he delivered them from their distress. There's a description of their deliverance, the joy of being set free by God, the one who does have control. The song ends with these words, Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And that's what we're going to do. Wherever we, we are, we know that we can call out to him for deliverance because we know of his steadfast love. Let's pray together. Lord, we don't want to need your help. We want to figure things out on our own. But we know there is so much we cannot control. Our lives often feel, and they are at times, unmanageable. Enable us by your Spirit to cry out for the help we need. Help us to consider your steadfast love. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.